0: First Christian Center.
1: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wing Radio. Verse
2: 7, the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Then Satan answered the Lord, from roaming around the earth and from walking around it, the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Meaning, oh, this will bless somebody's life. God offered Job to Satan. Meaning, some of the hell you've gone through might be because God trusts you so much. Could it be that what you're going through is God saying, that's my boy. I know he going to come through. Try him if you want to. I bet you he ain't going to fail me. Could it be that some of the faith fights you're going through is God saying, I got his back. I know how, I know what's on the inside of him. I know he's going through a trial, but I know he's a no limit soldier. I know that he's not going to turn his back on me. Could it be that sometimes God loves you so much that he allows you to go in the fire? Different. see, see, some so many times we we go to trials, we want to go through a pity party. Oh, owns me. What did I do to deserve it? Get over yourself. We hope
1: you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new.
2: In Jesus' name, I'm in part three of my series, What Did Jesus Do? They used to have wristbands out, and the wristband would say, what would Jesus do? And as I look at our world, I realize we don't know. So God said, let's teach them what Jesus did. So if you're here for the first time, if you don't have a wristband, make sure you get one before you leave. It's free. and just ask the usher, I need one of those wristbands to put on my wrist, and uh, they'll take care of you. You need an extra one. Don't worry, I bought thousands. That's my wife. She just raised her hand and said she need a wristband. Now, she could have done it after church. She would have got here early and got it before church. She get away to the next service. I'm about to start my sermon, and she raised her hand. Friends, how many of us have them? Just ones we could depend. I love you. You know what I'm do? Just shut up, okay? I'm in church. <laughs> Did y'all hear me tell a shut up in the name of (laughs) he loved first. How about that? Ah, Thank you, Jesus. Today, as I delve into The Least, The Lost, and Left Out, today, part three is entitled The Recyclables. The Recyclables. If you have not got this series, you need to get this series. I don't push series, but you need to get this in your life. I read this story about a professional golfer named Gibby Gilbert. Uh, it says this, the fellow was, I was introduced me to Gibby Gilbert. Now, I always played golf with a set of hand-me-down golf clubs. My game was always terrible, yet I'd always said that if I could just buy me a good pair of pings, I would be able to play better. I always blamed my slices and my hooks on my old set of golf clubs. As we talked that day, I asked him a question about the swing. He says, hand me your driver. The first thing I thought was, that I had a beat up, scratched up, scarred up drive in my bag. I must confess, I'm somewhat embarrassed to hand it to you. As I handed it to him, he says, this is just a small club. It's nothing special. You probably won't even be able to hit with it. Gibby Gilbert teed it up. Look down. Address the ball. That's what they say, address the ball. I'm about to catch a cramp. <laughs> Let me not do that
1: right
2: <laughs> And he hit the ball straight and long. And the man said, I, I, I've never seen anybody hit the ball like that. And especially with my jacked up club. And he hit, and the revelation came to him. It wasn't the club. It was the person who held the club. The revelation for our lives is not you. It's whose hands you allow yourself to be placed, placed in. See what I've learned is you can have a jacked up life, and you let your life be in God's hands, and He's gonna straighten it out. See, you've been going left, you've been going right, but if you can just put yourself in God's hands. See, if I can make up my mind, you know what, Lord, I'm giving you my life, straighten me out, Lord. I'm giving you my marriage, straighten me out, Lord. I'm giving you my kids, straighten it out, Lord. I trust with my money. Straighten it out. See, what happens, we're trying to straighten our life out. And the only person that can help us is God. See, it, it, it's not about the golf club. It's about who's holding the club. Question, who's holding you? Or you try to hold yourself. Look to name and say, oh, he might be talking to you today. Oh boy, that that. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. See, see, see. What I've learned is, God uses the unusable. God is a recycler. Today we're going to be teaching from Luke twenty-two. Luke twenty-two, only a few verses. It says, "This Simon, Simon, Peter, listen." Now, this is so good. The word Simon means pebble. It also means shaky. The word Peter means rock. He says, on this rock, I'll build my church. So what Jesus is saying to Simon Peter is shaky, shaky rock. Some days you feel like a Christian, and some days you don't. Do I have any witnesses? Some days you want to praise God, and the next day you want to cuss them out. Some days you want to be faithful, and some days you don't want to be faithful. Some days you smile, and some days you frown. Which one are you today? Raise your hand if you're sitting next to somebody that sometimes you don't know who they are. raise their hand if they came with you. (laughs) I thought you were happy today. What happened? I thought we were cool. What happened? And Jesus is saying to him, shaky, shaky rock. I'm talking to both sides of you today. See, there's the man who we are or woman who we are in Christ. And there's the man or woman we are in the flesh. And every day we are battling. So Jesus is saying, shaky, shaky rock. Listen, Satan has demanded permission. Ooh, that's good. That means Satan needs a permission slip to touch you. That means anything that comes against you had to have permission before it ever got to you. So guess what? Whatever storm, whatever trial, whatever situation that you're going through today, it had to be co-signed by God. So when I understand this, I realize the battle's not mine. The battle's the Lord's. And if God before me, Satan has demanded permission. some of you give the devil too much credit. He has to get permission to touch you, (laughs) to sift all of you like wheats, saying he want to crush you, drop you on your head, hurt you. I love this because, and by the way, this supporting text from Job shows you that this was not the first time the devil had a conversation with God. This is really good because it shows you the behind the scenes of spiritual warfare. Look at Job chapter 1 verse 6. Look what it says here. Now there was a day when the sons of God, the angels, came to present themselves. Stop right there. If the angel got to show up to church and present themselves, what's the likelihood? You. Look, is he talking to me? Who's he talking to? If they had to show up and present themselves to God, it might mean that we might need to. Guess what, family? You might as well get in the habit now because you think you're going to heaven, not going to church. You in trouble. They got church in heaven too. So you might as well get yourself, get your body right. You're as in like condition that we go on to church today. Because look, I, this is, look, 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 read. Now, there was a day when the sons of God, angels, came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan, the adversary, also came. That means the devil had to come to church too. Look over and say, who you with? <laughs> look at your neighbor, and say, look, look, we need to do a road check. Road check, who you with? Who you with? Who you? Road check, check your road. Check your road now. Who, who? who you with look what the Bible says and Satan the adversary also came because remember he's still a son he's a fallen son but he's still a what so when God called he has to show up Lord Jesus I don't know you but are you with what side are you on (laughs) verse 7 the lord said to satan from where have you come then satan answered the lord from roaming around the earth and from walking around it the lord said to satan have you considered my servant Job?" meaning oh this will bless somebody's life god offered job to satan
1: You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship. But when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. You simply enter the access code 101804. Again, the access code is 101804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you a copy of his brand new book, The ABCs of Success. This brand new book unpacks the secrets of building success in your life by learning to survive every storm. This book can be yours today by logging on to our website and clicking the donate tab at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word.
2: Meaning, some of the hell you going gone through might be because God trusts you so much. Could it be that what you're going through is God saying, that's my boy. I know he going to come through. Try him if you want to. I bet you he ain't going to fail me. Could it be that some of the faith fights you're going through is God saying, I got his back. I know how, I know what's on the inside of him. I know he's going through a trial, but I know he's a no limit soldier. I know that he's not going to turn his back on me. Could it be that sometimes God loves you so much that he allows you to go in the fire? Different, you see, you see so, so many times when we go through trials, we want to go to a pity party. Oh, me. What did I do to deserve it? Get over yourself. Could it be that God loves you so much and he trusts you that he knows that you will not turn? Look what he says. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered? Look, he says, and reflected on my boy Joe. Look, he says, for there is none like him on the earth, Blameless upright. One who fears God with reverence and abstains and turns away from evil because he what? Honors me. Then Satan answered the Lord, does Job fear God for nothing? Now this is good too. Have you not put a hedge of protection around him? That means the devil know who he can't touch. That means (laughs) and what I like about the hedge now, if you really want to, be, uh, you want to be a good student, when you go home, read before this of Job. Why? Because the Bible says every morning, Job got up and prayed for his family. So right now, the devil is communicating that he sees the protection of Job's prayers. And Job says, I'm praying for my kids because I don't know what they're doing. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. The God be the glory. Yeah, I gotta pray for them before because I don't know what these heathen are doing. Lord Jesus. So Job is saying, I gotta pray for them because as you know, as they get older, you may not know all that they're doing. You think you're a good parent. But you may not know all they're doing, so you cover your kids in prayer, and the devil's saying, I can't touch them because of his prayers. Oh, this will bless me. (laughs) Have you not put a hedge? Now, y'all remember, if if you're in a prayer line, every morning I talk about the prayer of Jabez, put a hedge. I'm praying for hedge. Yeah, protection. Look at he says, Have you not put a hedge of protection around him, his house? All he has, on what side? Look at the name and say, can't touch this. Come on, look at this, I can't touch this. Yeah, y'all thought, see how I'm painting, oh, huh? you can't, this is the Bible. Uh. <laughs> Have you blessed the work of his hands? And here's the other one I like, conferred prosperity. Oh, you're a prosperity preacher. It's in the Bible, dummy. I shouldn't say that, dummy. It's in the Bible. <laughs> I like this golf club. This feel good in my hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you have blessed the work of his hands, conferred prosperity and happiness upon him and his possessions and have increased his land. So the devil is coming at him because he says, I can't touch him. And the only way I can touch Job is if you allow me to. So that's why, brothers and sisters, you have to have a boldness about you because I'm covered by the blood. God got me. And if something touched me, it's only because God allowed it. And if God allowed it, he means he already going to get me through. Back in the loop, back in the loop. Now look what Jesus says. I like this. So the first scripture, he says, Simon, Simon, Peter, shaky, shaky rock, The devil's axe to sift you. Now the next scripture. But I have prayed. Wait a second. If Jesus has to pray, if Jesus is praying, what's the likelihood you might need to pray? If Jesus, look he says, but I prayed especially for you. Now notice the first scripture he says, I pray, he says, Simon, Simon, and Peter. The devil wants to sit to you. Now he says, I prayed for you, Peter. I prayed for the rock in you. I prayed for the faithful person in you because each of us are bipolar. (laughs) Pastor, that's not funny. I'm clinically, Now I'm not talking about that part. I'm saying that we're double-minded. One day we're committed and now I don't know if I want to do it. But now he says, I'm speaking to the rock in you. I'm praying for the prayer warrior in you. I'm praying for the part of you that's going to fight the good fight. I'm praying for that person. I'm not worried about the scary part. I'm praying for the rock in you. I prayed especially for you, Peter, that your faith, come up here, Mike, your faith, your confidence in me may not fail. Listen, he didn't pray for the man, he prayed for his faith. He didn't pray for a situation. He prayed for his faith. The enemy is not after you, he's after your faith. Because the faith is the muscle that moves your mountain. That's why the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence is not seen. Now, Proverbs 3 5. Michael is my own understanding. Mm, praise the Lord. You ready, Michael? No, but that's where we get ready. Now, our challenge in our faith walk is we put our trust in a man, a woman, our job, our money, our retirement, our house, and when they start getting shaky on you. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you get mad at God. God, why you do me like this? But God told you, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So every time you lean on your own understanding, and then when your understanding drop you, don't get mad. It wasn't built to make you. It wasn't built to hold you up. So what's happening, you're using support systems that don't have the ability to support you. So now, when it doesn't work out, it wasn't God's fault because he told you not to trust them. I didn't say not to love them. I said not to trust with all your heart. So we get discouraged and dismayed. Thank you, Michael. We get discouraged and dismay when it don't work out. But God told you, the only person we can trust with all our heart is God. And anytime you lean on to your own understanding, you're going to fall. You're going to fall. And you get frustrated and say, why me, God? It's not why me, God. It's you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love this. Luke 17, 6. Ooh, this is good for the message Bible. The Bible says, he's dealt to each man a measure of faith, meaning you all have faith. Now, look what this says right here. Y'all ready to read, church? Let's read it together. But the master says, you don't need... What? There is no more or less in faith, meaning... It's in you. The question is, are you using it? See, God made you fully equipped. Everything you need is on the inside of you. The only question, are you using it? I used to look like a bodybuilder. I know some of y'all laugh.